Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. As we head into our two, Representative David Schweikert with us. He represents Arizona's 1st Congressional District. Representative Schweikert, welcome back. How are you, sir? It's cold out. Where are you? I'm just outside the Capitol. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, here it's nice and warm. Come home. Come in studio. Do an hour with us. I would love... Now, you would actually, um, I, I brought Matthew with me, so yep. he's, what, 17 months old. Okay. It's been, it's been hysterical, um, oh, you know, because uh, he just has a handful of words, and he likes to wave at everyone. That's kind of the, that's kind of the combination of you and me. You like to wave at people, and I have a handful of words. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I want to talk to you about the economy in a second. I first got to talk to you about something that you've been talking about, I think, your whole life. This this um, this hearing yesterday at the House uh, Education Committee with these college presidents, my God, mm-hmm. we have to contextualize calls for Jewish yeah. genocide. Were you as slack-jawed watching that as I was? I was I, uh, it was uh, incredible to me. Now, okay, remember, I was in another hearing yeah. all yesterday in regards to the IRS whistleblowers. Yes, sir. And much of that hearing was behind closed doors because we were dealing with private tax information yeah. until a vote was held to, to release it. Yeah. So I, I got to just see the highlight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think actually it gives you a sense of just how detached from real society uh, much of higher academia has become. No kidding. They have their own language. Did no. you notice many of the words they use? In the, in, exact in the same wording. Exact they, same they, verbiage. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about yeah, a handful sounded, of words. Yeah. Yeah. They sounded like saying, oh, I, I know what they're saying, but no one in their right mind uses that sense of language. No. And, and it, it gives you, but that gives you a sense they ghettoize intellectually. Yeah. They, they, they've become part of a fringe society. Yep. That reinforces each other, yep. and they don't deal with the rest of our concerns. Um, but almost in some of that, they, you, the, the, the attempt to justify modern anti-Semitism should, should drive people, whether you be on the right or left, if you have a soul, you should be just losing your mind right now. You know, you do run out of words trying to describe that scene. I played some of the audio, and you're absolutely right. That's actually a very good point you're making about the difference in language, which 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 signifies they're different in thinking. Their separation from most of society, <clears throat> their 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 segmentation, their segregation from most of society. It's also weird. They clearly were coached by probably the same person or the same firm. How dumb does that firm or that person have to be to coach him to say the kinds of things they were saying? Well, it can be in a certain context offense. It can be in a certain context violative of our codes of conduct. Who has ever used that construction about a call for genocide about anyone? It's odd. And they all said it. Repeat it. It's just so odd, David. Go back to our rules. Yes. The number one thing in Congress is it's about the money. Yeah. These co- college professors, deans, presidents, um, the number one reason they are willing to come in front of Congress is they don't want to lose their money. And, and often this is much more than here's a grant. Yeah. There's contracts, yeah. there's research contracts, there's other things going on. And so, th- it, so they have professional teams yeah. that coach these witnesses, say, if you say this, 
you'll annoy the least number, you know, the, the fewest number of people, because this is how we make sure that you still have the votes for your appropriation. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that's right. Look at the bodies they have to trample over to get that, though. What an ugly business, huh? What an oh, yeah. ugly business. It, it, it's, it, it, uh, as I've learned here, um, the number of groups that will show up in front of us that, uh, not like I'm going to say this, but um, seem willing to sell their principles yeah. 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 to keep their cash flow going. For sure. Um, and so often we find out the cash flow isn't for the cause, it's for their own salaries. Yeah, I know it. I know it, David. I know it. All right, let's talk about cash flow in another context. I did not receive a 23% pay increase in the last two years. In that case, you are poor today living in the Phoenix Scottsdale area than you were 30 months ago. Do you have a single constituent or know anyone who got a 34%, a 23% increase? I don't. I'm sure there. I'm sure there's someone. I haven't met them, yeah. but I'm sure there's someone. But but that. But one of the reasons I I publish that number over and over when we get the Bureau of Labor Statistics is you get some folks that say, "Well, why are so many voters angry?" And you say, "Because they're suffering." Yeah. Yeah. You know, if if you live in a world where you may not know the math, you may not you know, be someone who goes to the grocery store and works out every dime and what they've gone up. You just know at the end of the month, something's wrong. The world is, is more weighted on your, your heart. It, it's, things are difficult. You're worried now about your retirement, other things. No wonder there's a populace out there that's just really, really cranky. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm constantly angry at the political class, the press class, the talking class for not at least understanding there really is this, this sense of foreboding in the world. And then you add in the rest of the craziness. You know, on top of your financial. Don't, don't we threat. often understand that financial, by the way, financial concerns lead to other kinds of depredating yes. behavior and feelings and thoughts yes. and actions. Don't we yes. don't we know that this is like a number one concern for other kinds of mental health uh, deficits, including relapse? Look, um, it, it, it's. There's in some ways when you even you know think about anti-Semitism or things like that. Yeah, all of it, all of it. Yes. How much of that? Yeah. How much of that is someone struggling to ex- explain why they feel poor today? They need someone to blame. Yeah. Now, all kinds lunacy. of resentments. You it's lunacy. Yeah. Because they're not willing to often blame the very politics. Right. They voted for. Right. Right. You know, my favorite ones are you know the the liberals. Uh, you know, they're they're nice enough neighbors. But they berate me, hey, you know, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? And then say, but you're the one that had the Biden sign out in front of your house. That's right. And then they get upset with me for pointing that out. Right. Well, but it's such an important point because let's talk about that 23% pay increase for just half a minute, if you will uh, allow me no, to no, do no, so. No, 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 no. Well, remember, 23%. No, 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 no. Listen to the way I want to pitch it. No, no, no. I, I, I understand. No, let, let me pitch it this way. This 23% pay increase, you could have generous pay and salary increases. You could have them 
if we had an economy and a tax code and a series of reforms that allowed for the kind of growth in the private sector that would give them more ability to do that sort of thing. That's my point. You actually could. You wouldn't get 23 percent, but you could have more generosity. Um, And I don't want to geek out on you, but if your salary goes up 23 percent more, that doesn't mean you now have the equivalent purchasing power. Uh, understood. That. Yes, new, right, right. Now you're right. new tax bracket. Right. Now there's other costs to that. Sure, so and, sure. and, and, and I, I try not to go into that because it's more complicated. Um, but yeah, you're. But, but you the take the point. The tax code would allow people, if done right, certain forms of reform would allow for more generous pay increases for people uh, who have complained about not having them in years. Tax code, regulatory code. Yep. Yeah. Um, just the number of ways the federal government makes you poor yep. is more than just your taxes. Yeah. Much of the ways government makes you poor, you never understand. It, they regulated this and they made it more scarce. They, made, they regulated this or they controlled this and they made it so it just costs more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's from drugs. To other things in your society. Um, it, I mean, what are the two things of, of the last 20 years? What are the two things in society that have gone up the most in cost? Healthcare and higher education. Yep. What are the two things that have had most of the federal impact, you know, participation financing on? Yep. Drugs, yep. healthcare, yep. and higher education. Yep. Yeah. If you don't see it, this is causation and correlation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all right. Come back to Phoenix. Come in for an hour. Take calls with me on everything under the sun. I think it would well, be fun for both Matt, of us. Matthew is staring at me. All right. Go get him. Um, as, as only a 17-month-old can. All right. And come, come introduce him to the studio. He's a very good little boy. Yeah. Come bring him into the studio because Olivia right now is the only one of your two who has been. So it's unfair. All right. You take care. In, in, in the name of equity, bring him in. Yeah, let's not do it. Okay. Ever say that again. <laughs> okay, my David. <laughs> Who's that, David? <laughs> you asked me this last time we played. This I still too. Do, is it Martina? No, this is Karen Carpenter. Oh, I did ask you. Yeah, last time. yeah. You're gonna keep playing it until I get it right, huh? I, I could. I can keep playing it every segment if you'd like. No. <laughs> no. Let's get something better. David's in Phoenix. Hi, David. Hi, Seth. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good. Uh, well, my question was for uh, Representative Schweikert, but I know he had to go. Okay. But I was just going to ask him why he voted to expel George Santos when, according to Turning Point USA, he had a 95% conservative voting record. Oh, I'd have voted to expel Santos. I mean, I, I agree. I don't think he's a good guy. I'd have, I, I've but, I'd have expelled him. Really? I would have. Yeah, he perpetrated a fraud on the voters, and he made it impossible for Republicans, in my view, he made it impossible for Republicans to morally, credibly condemn or ask for the uh, censorship, censuring or expulsion of Democrats. I don't think we can do it with a straight face if we can't police our own. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I I didn't like the guy. It just feels like, as a conservative, we're we're not only fighting the Democrats, but for many years, I had to, I I never voted for McCain in the, the primary. 
Yeah. And I always had to plug my nose and vote for him in the general. I understand. And every time in the primary, he said he was going to secure the border right, right. And, and do away with Obamacare right. and all this stuff. And right. then he gets into office and, and he not, betrays And it. then not. Yeah. And, then, and then today, McCarthy, what, was it really about the cause or was it about McCarthy and his ego <laughs> and, and a personal vendetta? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I, I do. I do. I understand what you mean. I do. Yeah. But but do you do you agree with me that just because someone votes right means we have to tolerate fraud throughout their entire narrative and that we can't credibly condemn the other side if we don't police our own? I agree. I, I agree with what you're saying. I get your point. I just think we are in such a dire situation in this country where there's lawlessness. Yes, sure. Absolutely sure. Zero control on the border. Sure. That we're in a we're in a mud fight. Yes. And, but we can't talk about control and be serious about it if we're going to tolerate uh, incontinence in our own body. We can't. I, I don't think we can. I don't think I could. I don't think I can. I, 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 I can't deal with, you know, I can't, I can't, you know, I, I can't be a hypocrite that way. I'd, or I'd like to think I'm not a hypocrite that way. I'd rather, you know, I'd not rather talk about their, their, their planks when I have planks. Do you think that it should have went back to the voters and let them decide no, what to do with because, it? No, because, no, and I'll tell you why. In, in many circumstances, I would say yes, but not in this one, because I don't think they had a fair decision in the first place, because he defrauded them on every single aspect of his biography. He got there by fraud. I don't think he deserved the chance to then get reelected, and you know reelection rates are way over 85%. They might be over 90%. I yeah. don't think he had that. I don't think he had that right. I think he deprived himself of the right to be a. He swore on a Bible or something. I assume a Bible to tell the truth. He's never told the truth in his life, or at least not in the last two years. So, what are your feelings like as far as where we stand with the House of Representatives? I mean, we have a, what, like a one-vote majority now? Something well, like no, that? it's more than one. It's but 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 listen. But you know, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have elections anyway in about 11 months yeah. and and we we have a majority and i will tell you um i would not frankly how, how do i want to say this i don't want to be able i don't want to have a thin majority that rests on the vicissitudes and weirdnesses of george santos i just don't yeah. I just no, I don't. I, 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 I can't like trust guy. a single yeah. thing about that man i mean go right. just google his lies and go i mean i just I can't I can't have we cannot hold our head up straight and say we are a, a party and, 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 and a caucus of responsibility, moral or otherwise, and tolerate that. In my view, that's why I would yeah. have made the vote. I understand why you would have been opposed to that vote, but I, I have no problem defending that vote. OK, fair enough. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. So. I mean, you've got to be able to go to the other side and condemn them and be integral in your own on your own team you've got to be able no, to do I agree. that i just felt like you know the voters and and i see your point like he defrauded them when he was initially running um i think he had said he and raising money and raising money yeah. nationally and yeah. i mean in every aspect i mean you know someone could make the claim i don't think they have someone could make the the, the claim that his national fundraising based on these frauds were violations of law 
inter, you know, using the mails, using the mails to, to perpetuate fraud. I mean, the guy could end up having or theoretically could have. I think they'll probably leave him alone now for the most part. But the guy could have ended up having 50,000 indictments against him, literally, literally. I'm not I'm not meaning it figuratively. I am meaning it literally based on what how, however he engaged in fundraising. Yeah. He could have. Yeah. I think I'm right well, about that. I, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, Thanks it's that. the price of principle and I and and I am not I I I'm not pearl clutching on the issue. I'm not someone who's who who is unsensitive to the point that I think a larger point that on on many on many occasions, I would agree with you, which is when we do engage in circular firing squad, circular firing squads to no end for no reason or at the benefit of the Democratic Party. I'm never for that because we yeah. have a country to save, precisely because well, we have a country to save. But because well, we have a country to save, we can't have people yeah. who are fighting rearguard actions against our own team. Exactly. Okay. And who is true to the cause rather yeah. than like like I said with McCarthy. What is that all about? Why would he I do that? I don't know. I don't know. You I don't? don't know. But I think we have a question to answer if we're being honest. What was getting rid of him all about if we're having the same exact processes and procedures with the new guy? Neither of whom I'm against. I like the new guy. I like Johnson. And I was okay with McCarthy. But the distinctions, someone, someone smarter than me is going to have to explain them. What we got. What we got with the trade. Can you explain them? Can you tell me what the difference is, David? Well, I I think for a lot of people, I, I agree. I didn't know much about Johnson when he came in. I like him. Um, I, I like him very much. I'm 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 all behind him. I just don't know that it's any different. I, I agree. And that's the problem, is I think a lot of people had faith in the system before Donald Trump. I don't even think Donald Trump understood how Washington works. I think he thought he would get elected. He could bring both sides to the table, be yeah, the maybe. great negotiator. Yeah, everybody maybe. would love him. Maybe. I don't think he understood the how hate. deep the yeah. swamp is right. on both sides. Right. He didn't understand the and hate. That's what and we're the, up against. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think you're right about all of that. Good call, brother. Good call. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, yep. You bet. Yep. Bye. Oh, you've stumped me. My goal you was st- trying to find some Christmas songs yeah. by some of our regular yeah. bumper singers. Yeah. Can't G- hear g- it? Give it to me a second more. I don't have it. Who is it? Bobby Darren. Is that Bobby Darren? Young wow. Bobby Darren. No kidding. In his uh, only Christmas album, uh-huh. which was called... The twenty fifth night of December. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well done. Kind of a, an obscure rarity, right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Fits with the Hanukkah season, which starts tomorrow. Why does that start? Why is that a is that a Hanukkah song? Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. But you know, it's talking about Mary, mother of Jesus, of course. But, yeah. That uh, would The be... chorus is Oh Jerusalem. Yeah, that's more of a Christmas song, I would say. Wouldn't you? I guess. Yes. Something like that. Mary. Yeah. It's an anything song. Well, yeah, but Mary. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm saying yeah, yeah but <laughs> okay. I'm saying it fits with the it fits with the Hanukkah season. He's talking about Jerusalem. Well, we. I'm not so sure. Let's go to Dan in Phoenix. Hello, Dan. Hi. Hi. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, kicking people out or not kicking yes, them out. Yes, sir. Uh, less than a month ago, eight Republicans. Uh, shot down Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, bill 
to impeach uh, Homeland Security uh, Director Mayorkas. Awful. And, and yes, but what I thought was incredible about that uh, was that among them was Daryl Issa. Yeah, now, that's uh, right. That's right. I forgot. Yes, yes, yes. He's he's so, he gives and he takes, man. I have never gone to the bank with him. I'll be honest with you. And I don't remember his rationale on this one. But I I over the years have never gone taken him to the bank. I have always thought that he was he was nervous making. Hmm. Because I, I, I thought that he was, um, you know, very uh, you he know, can be good. That's the best I'll say about him. He can be good. I've watched his career over a long period of time. And um, let's let's yeah, let's let's just say, um, yeah, I it's not surprising to me, but I don't know why. Why any would why any Republican would not impeach. I mean, go after the other seven just as much was who else was in that crowd? Was McClintock part of that or not? I don't remember. Yes, he was. Yeah, yes, I don't get was. that. McClintock, you can often, I would take to the bank McClintock a lot more than Daryl Issa. I don't know what that's about. These are two Californians. You got, yeah. You got you got Patrick McHenry. Yeah. John Duarte. Yeah. Also of California. Yeah. Virginia Fox of North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Cliff Bentz of Oregon. Why would, what, what was their rationale on this? Do you know? There's, well, there I is mean, the man. The it, man has failed at his job ma- ma- monumentally. He has over. He has lied to the American people continually, and presided over uh, something that can only be described as an invasion. Of course, but wouldn't you say Daryl Issa was almost comparable to Devin Nunes in his support of uh, Trump's agenda? I would not have said that. Um, and I, I just would not have. I, Devin Nunes, I thought, was special, to be honest with you. I liked, I, you know, I always thought Devin Nunes was special. Um, and I never thought, I never thought that much of Daryl Issa. I just never did. I never, I, th- I thought he was average at best, still is. Nunes is no uh, longer there, right? Nunes left. Oh, of course, because now he is CEO of Truth Social. Oh, yeah, I did not know that. Is that right? Okay, well, that's oh, adherence yeah. to Trump, I guess. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I, I guess I did not. I did not know that. I did not know okay. that. Yeah. Okay, you're educating me on a lot here, but look up Daryl Issa's record on a lot of things over the years, and I think you'll find. Well, I, I believe you might find you'll agree with me. The guy, the guy was not rock. Is not and was has not been rock. So I will tell you a piece of trivia about him, though, that you may or may not have known. Do you know it? You know the piece of trivia. Do you remember the old car alarms that said, please step away from the car when you got too close? Yeah. That was him. That was his voice. That was his company. Huh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Brother Dan. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, 602-508-0960. I really want to put in a word of thanks again to my buddies, the Gillen Waters uh, and Ethan uh, Binoglass. You know, everyone's now covering Lukeville. Everyone, and you're seeing the exact same video footage of that, which I took when I went down there a week ago um, with the Gillen Waters and Ethan It's and uh, and Allie. Uh, Allie Bradley from uh, News Nation. 
um, they 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 said you got to see this. Something's something's going to break, and man did it. And they're all there now. Ali was ahead of the curve. Talk about. We said you know, the journalists really need. She she was all alone out there, and um, there was no other journalist down there. None. I don't know if I'm a journalist or not, but they I I, but there was none. I, I've never really thought of myself as a journalist, but. <clears throat> They that could come back to bite me at some point. <laughs> don't drop that statement. I don't think I am. I'm not. I'm a commentator. I'm not a journalist. Go ahead. I think that the values of uh, conservative media could lump you into the larger sense of journalism. You break a lot of stories on air. You report on a lot of things that a lot of our audience doesn't know about, and you do it in a Unbiased and fair manner. So well, I not unbiased. I, I try not unbiased. Not unbiased, but fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with fair, but not well, unbiased. Well, you have your personal biases. I have my political biases. Yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, breaking stuff, uh, breaking news. Uh, didn't mean to diminish it. Do you want to give an update on Las Vegas? Your mom is intricately involved at UNLV. Yeah, she yeah. is a staff member there, and uh, three she's people on faculty. She's not have... staff. She's faculty. Three people have died. She was not one oh, of them. Oh, they she is, Three died? Uh, three have passed away as a result of the shooting. The campus is still locked down. They're searching for something, she tells me. She's on the ground. Yeah. But she was just given the go-ahead to uh, get picked up. She can't even take her car and move it because her car is parked on campus. She says they're searching for something. I wonder if they're looking for a weapon or something. Because but... supposedly the shooter is down. Right. Yes, the shooter. He has, might be one of the three. He or she might be one of the three. Might be. Maybe. Yeah. 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 He or she. And it sounds like President Biden is already on his way there tomorrow. You've got to be kidding me. I wonder what he'll make of this. Oh, I wonder. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder. I'll tell you what he won't do. And let me make this very, very clear because I don't know the facts and I resent those who come storming forward and try and give facts before they're locked down themselves but more often than not more often than not in these shootings and i don't know if this constitutes a mass shooting usually you think of three or four to get to the word mass which i is think a, it's four or more yeah right? it's yeah. weird it's a weird it's weird that it i mean I, we shouldn't diminish it but it's weird that it takes four to die three or four is it four now four to die to be considered a mass shooting in the parlance of our times but <clears throat> in any event it's awful all of it one is awful um more often than not in mass shooting situations there's a very serious mental health issue at play a very serious mental health issue at play that people knew about a very serious mental health issue that people, some people tried to do something about and didn't. And more often than not, there's also drug use at play or substance abuse. It can be alcohol, but more often than not, it's substance. Now, I'm not saying any of that ab- obtains here because we don't know. But if it does, if it does, if it is like most of these cases, I will tell you that is not something Joe Biden will talk about. That I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That you know I am pretty sure. About? Huh. Yeah, They'll talk about why we need to ban AR-style right. weapons. Right, right. And we don't even know that one of those was used. No, but he'll talk about it anyway. Yes, I know. I know. There's nothing he makes better that he touches. You notice that? There's nothing <laughs> yes. that he touches that he makes better. Yes, I'm just glad that my mother's okay. No, of course mm-hmm. we all yeah, are. Yeah. Let me not diminish that. Um, or how serious and close this is. I don't know. Mr. Bill, can you hear me? 
How long have I been on air talking about mental health issues? Years, right? At least maybe 10 or more. You've heard me dealing or trying to deal with these issues, substance abuse, drug abuse issues, and mental health issues for at least a decade, right? And um, it's it, it will not be touched. They will not do it. Oh, well, let me not lose the point. The point is that these are not when you have <clears throat> these mental health issues that go unaddressed, they are not victimless crimes. They are not just um, crimes that the person is doing unto themselves. They penetrate into larger society, whether it is a criminal act or a horror like this, or Uvalde, or you name any of these mass shooting situations, and how close it is to you. It is so close that this could have affected, and thank God did not, David's mom. That's how close it is to us. That's how close. None of us, not a single person within earshot of this show is safe and secure from this. Even if you live in a gated neighborhood or a gated community or in a remote place, even if you do, you go shopping. You go shopping. Or you go, what? What do you got? I wasn't wrong. What, what do you have? 14 minutes ago. What? Biden calls on Congress to pass legislation banning assault weapons in high-capacity magazines. Do we even know nope. if a high-capacity weapon nope. was used here? We don't. We don't. Boy, they just push F7, don't they? They just push their macro F7 on their keyboard and play the reticular loop. And also, by the way, how about a moment? How about just take a moment and a minute to not infuse politics? And by the way, I don't think that mental issues and addiction issues are political. They shouldn't be. I don't know why they've been seen to be that way. Now, I know they'll probably say, well, banning guns isn't political either. You betcha it is. You better believe it is. They like to... That's what the kind of the left Democratic Party does today, the Democratic Party does today. They have this kind of overarching hierarchy of things that they don't think should be political because they're so convinced all the truth is on their side, all the moral right is on their side, that it's beyond and above politics. That's why they say that if you are a fairly standard kind of Republican— who supports the Republican nominee for president, who has fairly standard Republican and conservative positions, that you can be an existential threat to the Constitution or a fascist. Because they believe that the entire coin of the realm should be liberal left Democrat. That's what they believe and beyond politics. That is their end of history. That is their dialectic. That is their view. That at this point... If you aren't for banning guns at this point, if you aren't for filtering the truth through what the Democratic Party says at this point, if you question certain nostrums of the Democratic Party, you're th- you're 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 subspecie. You're untermenschen. You're not a responsible member of the Democratic Polity, D small D, small Democratic Polity. These things should be above and beyond politics. That's really the original sin right now of today's modern Democratic Party. I may owe an apology to a listener. I think I said something was K- that version was Casey when it was um, Bob Seger. 
Because that's very clearly Casey and the Sunshine Band, right? That's Bob Seger. I was right the first time and wrong the second. <laughs> no, I know, Bob exa- I know exactly what the listener was talking what about. What happened? What happened? Um, we were we had uh, I think it was Brandon Weikert with yeah, us. Yeah, on it Monday, was. yeah, it was. Monday, yeah, and it was this version, which oh, is Bob Seger. This is Bob Seger. Yes, and which, Casey and the Sunshine Band is also in our bumper rotation. Play it real quick. Can you pull it up? Um, because it's sound. Without- Great difficulty, but give me a minute. All right, I, I need. Yeah, to, it requires a lot of red. I need tape. to. Um, I need to thank Wi-Refi for sponsoring this show. They offer a secure investment, actually helps people, and you can earn up to a ten point two five percent fixed rate of return, ten and a quarter percent fixed rate of return with Wi-Refi, and um, their investment is not tied to the stock market or the Federal Reserve. It's a investment with. Tons of flexibility. Hold that Hold that for a moment. Let me just finish this. Where you are in control, where you can turn your income on or off, you can compound it, whatever you like. There are absolutely no fees and no attack on principle if you ever need your money back at any time. They're headquartered here locally, Why Refi is. Their offices are on Chauncey Lane in North Phoenix. You can visit them. They encourage that. I've been there any number of times. No sales pitch, and you won't be asked to sign a thing. Or you can check them out at investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then refy.com, or call them at 888-YREFI-24. Okay, throw me the Casey version. I think they sound exactly alike. I think they sound exactly alike. We have the Glenn Campbell big red chewing gum problem with those two. Well, that's Bob Seger for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Very. Are you uh, are you going to watch the debate tonight? It's going to be fascinating. We'll talk about it. I'll tell you. I, I think this is the one I would recommend to watch because my guess is it's going to be the most heated. My, my goodness, the Republicans aren't letting me go to dance on Wednesdays anymore. Are you going to dance tonight? Well, I don't just wear a sweater vest for the heck of it. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I had a sweater vest in college once. I've got a couple, and one of my roommate's Jim Davis, great guy. He wrote a poem about it because it was so ridiculous. Yeah? Yeah. I can remember it. I can recite it by memory. we got 50 seconds. We will not be doing that. Oh, my goodness. 